I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. We work really hard. It's been two weeks. Yeah, but okay. Andy films a bunch of shit, so. and you work like twelve days in a row. So I think it's fair. He just whatever, man. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know. I don't know what you guys are. Josh is lying to me. Andy's lying to me. Yeah. All right. Three, two. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to a brand new show of the RSL Show. I'm Andy Munoz. We've got Joshua Clark in the room. We've got my little brother, junior producer, Isaac Munoz. A.K.A. JP. Finally what here. <laughs> Dude, he's been like getting credit for a lot of things, and he hasn't done anything. He recorded a no, little yeah, bit. No, yeah, he recorded, on, yeah. On last Saturday. He did some work. We're going we're gonna to work on it. He's going to be the best producer this side of the Mississippi. I'd love to see that for you. When I ran into, when I ran into you outside of the show, I was like, dude. Junior producer. So I gave him credit just yeah. seeing him in the What's wild. What's this voice I hear? Yeah. What, <laughs> right. yeah. what is this sound? You haven't been introduced yet, dude. Shut up. I can't talk yet. All right. <laughs> no, it's no, fine. I'm just Introduce kidding. me. <laughs> we don't do introductions on my podcast. So. Yeah, but you guys do social hour for we two do. hours. It's like 45 minutes sometimes. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Hang on. Happens. All right. Hey, so today we're actually, okay, in all seriousness, we are joined by Kyle Sippel. Hello. Of the RSL Soapbox. That's true. We, we really just wanted to prove that there is no beef. That's true. I am in en- enemy territory. I have been here before, though, doing some reconnaissance. And I just noticed you guys have a framed Wondolowski jersey in here. Do people know that? <laughs> it's, it's technically not ours. Okay. It is on loan from Sean at the park. It's day. cursed, dude. It's that is cursed. a cursed jersey. Yeah. That's a, that is a, that is a nice. cool jersey, though. It's I nice, honestly though. really like that. You, would you hang that in your house? Not in my house. I don't know, man. I'd maybe. If I had like a full soccer room dedicated, if I had that luxury, maybe. But you know what happens is uh, I don't get to take anything home. So like sure. if I wanted to take that home, Josh would get pissed. But Josh this has is take- all incorrect. Josh has taken He's ta- he's Andy taking does the, this every time, bro. He's taking the bump box. I offered him he could. Take you do it have the bump time. box, though. Dude, he, he could have taken it after the last. He took like he took a he took a Ramondo jersey. Do you have a framed Ramondo jersey? I have a few Ramondo jerseys. A few, <laughs> but I can't take anything. <laughs> Why are they not just here? Wait, so yeah. Is there... so yeah, it's right there. Right there. Oh yeah, yeah there's yeah. one right um, there. So. Yeah. The only reason he can't take the Wando jersey home is because Sean said he couldn't have it. <laughs> okay, so fair he's enough. just he's taking it out on me. I'm so mad at Sean. Right. No, the the bump box is ours, and he can take it whatever he wants. But the Wando jersey. Why does Sean have mine? this? Because Wando gave it to him. Really, dude. Yeah. Wando loves has, Park Cafe. 
Dude, everyone loves Parquet. Well, yeah. Sean but... has the coolest jersey collection on the planet. I mean, he's the way he's just outfitted that restaurant is impressive. Right. He's a goat. He just has them. He has them like you know, name a player. He probably has their jersey. Not just even just sports, roll. but like he's got like posters from shows yeah. that happened in Salt Lake over the years. It's it's great stuff. Yeah, he's just a G. He's yeah. great. I don't know why I didn't notice that Wando jersey until we started recording. But. Yeah, no, it's been there for a minute, and I I love Wando. And it, it, is it signed? No, it's not signed. But it's game it one. Be signed. Oh, yeah. is it really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, which game was it? Um, it was one of the while ones where ago. he scored like four goals on us. You know, it's funny because like when you look at the back of an MLS jersey, I I couldn't tell you like what year exactly but because it they is a the definitive same. year though, right? Like, yes, I think that was the first year they went away from the American flag patch. Yeah, on the left shoulder. You can see the MLS. So was there a year where we had the new MLS logo and the American flag patch? Yeah, I, th- I want to say it was like 2014, 2015 okay. is when it switched. So yeah. if look at the grab away one. Yeah, yeah. See, so the MLS logo is different. the MLS logo, yeah. Yeah, so the year, like two years after that is when the Wando one came out, That's such out, a good jersey. The, uh, Dude, that's like game-worn from I will, Champions I will, I will League. I fight Tyler Gibbons over this, but I love the alternate sleeve jersey. Nice. Um, I'll fight you over that, too, because I... I hate it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love that jersey. Next time I play pickup, I'm getting injured. I can feel it. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay. Kyle. Sorry. I'm bleeding my social hour into, wow. into this podcast. Did you just reference bleeding claret and cobalt? I'm bleeding my cl- my claret <laughs> blood into this uh, non-off-the-crossbar RSL Soapbox podcast. Yeah, it's so weird. So, hey, uh, okay, real quickly. Sure. And and this, like I said, it's not social hour. Right. This, this will make it quick. I so will. <laughs> I'll make it extremely quick. All right. <laughs> RSL Soapbox. Do no, you know, like, how that got its start? And then how did you get involved? Wasn't it did, – did Jake and Matt start doing stuff? I can't remember. Uh, Jake wrote with Matt a long time ago. And actually, fun fact, the RSL show used to be on the Soapbox I know. site. I do know that. Did it get kicked off? I wasn't – I wasn't. I think we it. just uh, – Bowed out per se. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh Could, couldn't handle the we pressure. We were the Justin Timberlake of NSYNC. Yeah, that's wow. right. Wow. I don't know if we were quite JT. Yeah, not yet. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't even know if we're JT yet. Okay, you, Kyle, I, I, sorry. I got some JT energy in here. I can feel it. <laughs> what does that make Jake then? <laughs> you guys are JT. Is like if he, lo- <laughs> he dude, he's uh, Joey like Fatone. J- there we go. Oh, there he's we go. Joey Fatone because <laughs> right. he wants to come back, but he can't. No, I'm oh. kidding. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Love that. Jake can come back any. <laughs> Jake can come back anytime. In fact, I, <laughs> Josh, stop. <laughs> he can come back anytime. I, in fact, I asked him to come to this episode, and he yeah. had a uh, family obligation. So, anyways, yeah, quote family obligation. All right, okay, let's stop talking. Um, I went to. Uh, let's see. How did I? How did this happen? So there was a previous iteration of off the crossbar with Matt. And Trevor, but it was Jason on pod. And Jason moved to Texas and, like, has a functioning family and all that stuff with gigantic sons. And uh, I became friends with Matt, and he was like, we should get this going again. And uh, so I I took over. And now it's the three of us just vibing for hours on end. Yeah. About just the most just nonsensical things you could think of. So. Different yeah. vibe for sure. Different vibe. That's why I don't feel like we're like competitors because if you're looking for if you're looking for like, you know, efficiency, that's not what we're going for. We're going for just free form jazz for like two hours. Like we it used to just be like hour episodes. We're like pushing two hours now. Wow. Yeah. Because we're just you guys actually have time for that. We're ill. What's wrong with you? I mean, we kinda don't, but we do it anyway. <laughs> we just go late into the night and we do it remotely is the other thing. That helps so you. it makes it easier. We yeah. do occasionally when Mitch wants to join us, but Yeah. A little Shout bit. out Mitch. 
All right. Okay. So for the for the sake of, we're gonna kind of blend things. Let's blend. We're gonna do a uh, let's do a little social hour. Let's but do it's that at the like end, s- so the people that hate it don't have to wait for it. At Ooh. the end? No, no. Let's do the social hour at the end. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You want to do that? That's cool. I don't All care. right. Is that okay with Kyle? That's fine by me. Isaac. JP. Oh, you're the junior producer. Yeah, it's fine by me. I guess. All right. Cool. All right. Fine hey, by he him. said something on there. <laughs> you can get paid now. Junior producer has spoken. Yeah. That's All right. right. Well, okay. Let's uh, let's talk a few things then. Let's start with. Do you guys want to talk about? Do you guys want to cover briefly the LA Galaxy match, or do you guys want to talk about the signings? What's more important? The signings are way more interesting. Yeah, they? but giving Andy a hard time about Chicharito not scoring is even better. I liked to see Chicharito celebrate really extremely aggressively <laughs> again because he did that last time because his goal last time was was good. But it was his goal. It was his goal. He celebrated someone else's goal like he had just won the World Cup. He air humped that net. That was crazy. So hard. <laughs> that was mind blowing, dude. So I was on the opposite side of the field, and and um, you know your your vision, you can't really see the numbers all that. I just see the I, I see the ball go into the back, and then I see Chicharito, Chicharito running, and I just you know I, I must have looked up for my camera because I kind of missed it. You're like but surely for a split second. I thought it was Chicharito that scored just because of the celebration. <laughs> yeah, it was intense. It was yeah. a little a little much. It was. Like, so, what does he have against the South? Like, it seems weird that it – does he celebrate like that every game? Or is it just, like, uh, yeah. LAFC and RSL? I don't know because, like, I can't imagine we they were giving him, him that no, it's because, much crap, it, it's right? it's because of the frustration, dude. So I'll, I'm going to admit something on the RSL Please. show. So I went to the first half – well, I went to the entire game of the mat – or. The whole game RSL. of the match? Yeah, whatever. That's a cool game of the match. But for the first <laughs> half, shut up. For the first half, usually, you know, when, when I'm doing, when I'm shooting or filming or whatever, I want the attackers, RSL attackers, to come to me. And sure. so, uh, you know, you want to get the goals. This time, I thought, okay, I want a Chicharito goal. I want it. So I went on the other side. So LA is, is you know, coming toward in, in me. In the first half. In the first half. So you're bored. So yeah, yeah, dude. I and I and the way that I shot the the uh, the match this time was, I wasn't even following the ball. I literally just kept the camera on Chicharito, on Chicharito because I wanted to get a run. Like it. and and there was there were some cool shots where he'd get the ball, you know, and get, then Jay Glad would just ruin his day. Do a give and go, you know, get it, it really back, did. whatever. But it was it was just like forty five minutes of frustration. You could see it on his face. You could see him just like yeah. batting his arms around, like pissed off. He probably got like three touches that first whole. Yeah, time. he was non-existent. It, it was, was wonderful. Yeah, it was horrible. So, I didn't get my shot, and I'm sure a lot of RSL fans are happy to hear that. But, uh, dude, it would you know it would have just been amazing because he he is one of my favorite players. I uh, love Chicharito. Yeah, you like the weird guys in Taekwondo. It's, yeah, it's totally. Cool. I like him too, just because like it's funny that he's not part of like the the, the Mexican national team at all anymore, and like. I think one, during one of like the most recent Mexican national team games, he was just like streaming on Twitch, <laughs> like playing like his like, excellent troll levels. Call yeah, of Duty. He yeah. was playing Call of Duty or something. I just think that's hilarious. I think yeah. he, I think he and Carlos Bella are hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was very stoked to see him not score, and I was stoked to see his celebration get called back. <laughs> you know, because. it's it's funny because you know, up in the the press box, you have a pretty good view of you know everything yeah. going on on the sidelines, and while everyone was like freaking out that they scored i was like guys calm down calm down because i could see the ar telling yeah la to calm down like you, you guys aren't getting that goal <laughs> <clears throat> and everyone's like oh no like nothing happened nothing happened and, and, and you know seven minutes later var yeah. happens and yeah 
I mean, it's a good call. It was the right call. It was the right call. Not even just biased. That's the that's the correct call. Yeah. And that is, you know, circumstance. Like, I mean, you know, obviously VAR is like such a a big factor in all of it yeah. now. But you know, it's one of the biggest stars in MLS, Chicharito. Like, they could favor that call. I feel like in in any which way, and usually it goes against RSL. Right. So it was awesome to get it, you know, pulled back. But also, let's give credit to Marcelo Silva oh, getting fancy. his goal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big old header and some horrid defending, some horrid goalkeeping yeah, that by was, LA. That was pretty. Tough. I'm like, I'm just loving the energy Marcelo's bringing recently. This year, especially, right. big, big captain energy, big, big captain energy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see that shirt came off, dude? There was big captain dude. energy all around the stadium. I'd yeah, say. yeah, 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 <laughs> totally. You guys Remember are weird. me to tell you something after the all right, podcast. Cool. All right, you guys are weird. No, hey, man, it was a good goal, uh, and like things are good when Justin Glad. Glad is playing. When he's on, too. I mean, he on. seems to always be on. Like, he doesn't really have bad games yeah. all the time, right? Everyone has a bad game here I feel and there, like but... we're just so much worse when he's not playing. Yeah. yeah. And he I did really well that game, I yeah. thought. And I think the partnership him and Marcelo has formed is it's like quite incredible. It's amazing now. Yeah. And it didn't used to be good. No, I mean, Very what, good. a year yeah. and a half ago, people were like, you know, if Marcelo goes, whatever. Yeah, their communication is just infinitely better now. So. Yeah. And how much of that is Zach McMath? That's a great question. Um, mm. And I'm not whew, the, right. The McMath conundrum. Right. So I think McMath is a big reason the defense has gotten better, and that's no knock Ooh. on Ochoa. Maybe a little bit though. I think McMath's communication is just that much better, and I don't know if it's because he's you know just been in the league forever I or think what. He's probably but... twice the age of Ochoa. Oh yeah. But so that makes it hard, right? Like, do you keep this guy that's on form but has zero distribution? Yeah. Right. Or you bring in a Choa who you want to sell, but defense could struggle a little more. Yeah, it, it's a tough one. It really is. Hmm. Yeah. Are you, do, do we think a Choa is playing tomorrow? I don't. Yeah. It's weird because I heard that he was going to play against LA. Yeah. And then he didn't. I don't Dude, know. this is why. Conundrums. Oh, yeah. I can, I, I could go off. I I I'm so mad about the Open Cup, but like having those extra games, getting guys more reps is just like. Yeah, so like important. it would have been a nice win to get other guys some reps, like Ochoa. Especially with the signings that are coming in, like we've got a lot of, got a lot of uh, wing slash forward players that could really use some more reps. But yeah, but hey, hey gotta give Colorado credit. That goal was pretty nice. Gotta, it was a great goal. The fact that we couldn't score is the frustration. It was a great goal from yeah. some guy who like that's the, the is, only like, that's the moment game. of his life. <laughs> I just, oh yeah, my I god, know. dude! The fans were so annoying, dude. Online. The During Colorado fans? All seven of them? Yeah. Yeah. yeah all the of Northern them. Colorado I Hailstorm do. fans? I yeah. would have been, too. I would have been, too. I would have been Seattle-level insufferable. Yeah. Social media, too, by the way. Like, their social media team, like, a week later, two weeks later. They're, they're still like, they're going to ride that one until. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Until, until they don't they exist. Because right? who are they playing A couple next? years. They they're won't probably going to play a team that just knocks them out. Like Omaha so. or something. Oh. It's, it's going not... to be hilarious when they lose to, like, the Far- the Fargo, North Dakota farmers or whatever. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just going to just smash them. The Fargo farmer Is that a real team? The, one, the Wanashi washers. Yeah, the it doesn't have to be an alliteration, but like there, I, there's got to be. I think there's a Fargo team. There's like a North Dakota or South Dakota team that beat Chicago. Who was it? There was like uh, one of those. Dic- isn't there know. a team in the league called like Beat Farmers or something? Oh, or maybe it was oh, Nebraska. Oh, maybe it's one of those fake teams that popped up. Yeah, probably. I don't trust the Midwest. I don't know what's going on over there. The whole North Dakota down to like I forget Nebraska. North to South Dakota exists. And like, what's Nebraska doing? Growing corn, I guess, and playing football. They're pretty good at football, right? I Traditionally. Think oh, so. by the way, okay, know. hang on. Wait, not, stop. Not the good football. Sorry. Football. 
Tom Hackett, uh, big news. He's a he's a KSL guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this so wait, did you see this? Yeah. Josh. All yeah, right. Yeah, so didn't. Uh, everybody who knows or follows Real Salt Lake knows that Tom Hackett uh, does a really good job in covering RSL, whether it's articles, video interviews. Uh, I worked closely with him, was producing a golf show. We did a whole three episodes until he decided <laughs> to put his name into the hat for the CFL. Canadian Football League. Canadian Football League. All right. Hasn't kicked a football in years. And, and this is how it all came about because he was telling me about it. Britton Covey, who literally just got uh, signed by the Eagles, uh, if you guys don't know who Britton Covey is, uh, wide receiver, m- more known for his punt receiving yes. or kick returning at the University of Utah. He goes to um, Pro Day, and he needs a kicker. He's like, hey, I, Tom, can you kick me some balls? Like, I, I just need to show these guys that I can catch. So Tom goes, and he's just kicking the shit out of these footballs. He was a great kicker. He, he, yeah, he was a great cr- uh, kicker. So, so well that people at the NFL, like Pro Day, were asking Britain and commenting and saying, dude, like this guy is better than half of the, you know, the people here who yeah. are here to do that job. So why, like, so stupid Jets, why did you not sign him when you drafted him? Did who- they draft him? They either drafted him or signed as a free agent, but he he was a member of yeah. the he Jets went to for, I didn't know that. yeah he went to like I think a, pretty sure it was the Jets I don't know if it was the Jets but it, yeah he went to a camp yeah and then he he returned or whatever so anyways he he goes out there does so well yeah. um his coaches uh, he still has an agent they're like yeah. hey do you want to put your name in for the CFL he's sure. like sure whatever and then dude they, he went in the first round sixth pick. <laughs> To Dude, Winnipeg, that's hilarious. <laughs> and so, anyways, uh, there's a whole interview. So he's probably going to Canada to play. Football. He's going to Canada. He's going yeah. for sure. Yeah, dude. He. Uh, oh, I, I called him the other day, and I'm like, "Hey, dude, congrats! Like, whatever you do, like, wh- why not go and have a yeah. sports career? Why and- not stay here and do this golf show with me?" He was. <laughs> he was an undrafted free agent with the New York Jets in 2016. Okay. Yeah. So he was undrafted. He signed basically on May 1st and waived on July 28th after they resigned Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So, so he's going to Winnipeg, bro. Isn't that crazy? Well, That's I have insane. a new favorite CFL team. Yeah. yeah, it was so funny when I saw like the headline that was like, I, I don't know, I, I think I saw because like, Trey tweeted it, but I was like, sorry, Tom Hackett got drafted. <laughs> 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 right. Isn't that crazy? Canada's football league. It's That's, cool, I, oh, it's nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, yeah. I'm really. Yeah. How long ago was he on the Jets at this? Point? 2016. 2016. It's okay. Been five years, dude. That's. Five six years to not have kicked a football for that long and then just be like I'm kicking football now and I'm drafted, so yeah, going to Canada. Shouts so, out to Tom. That's yeah, crazy. man. Shout out to Tom. That's uh, huge. Yeah, that means fun. you're a natural. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's the fact that that happened is kind of crazy to me that like there wasn't anything that happened after 2015 or 16 that like he kept trying. Yeah, no. I think I think the punter spot like, though, oh. like. It's very limited, right? I guess. Yeah. So, and he's still a young guy. Like, I don't think Tom has turned thirty yet. I don't think so either. So he's got plenty of time. Uh, I, I would. I I joked with him. I'm like, dude, when you go over there and you kill it, and then you go to an NFL team, dude. I'm like, do not forget about me. Is he my age? I'm I'm 29. I think he's 27. Yeah. He's 27. No, no, no. He's. I think he's gonna turn 30. So Tom and I are the same age, dude. I should. I should try to. You should go kick. Who wants to draft me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That'd I've seen that. your kicks. You score a lot of goals in uh, pickup. Pickup, not dude. That last time I was like you got completely blind in one eye. So I like my depth perception was all crazy. Nice. So, uh, yeah. By the way, okay. Anyways, all right. Sorry, enough. Tom no, Hackett. He is twenty nine. Congratulations yeah, to Tom. 
Uh, a lot of listeners, you guys are going to know who Tom is. Like, tweet at him. That's crazy, isn't it? It's like a dude. You could make a movie out of that. You could make a movie out of it. He has I to think go to the NFL, you're saying though. that because you could be in the movie. <laughs> who would play me, dude? Um, <laughs> who who Michael played Pena? Pe- who played Pedro in um, Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a good one. Okay, you, you would be Seth Rogen, so shut up. Oh, I like that's that fine. too. Yeah, I don't know who Kyle. Who I'm not in Kyle? this movie. You're not in it. All, All right. right, I'm not in this. All movie. right, let's get back to soccer. Yeah, that's, All right. this is soccer. Um, okay, so LA Galaxy one uh, nil. <laughs> Uh, three points at home, feeling good about it. Uh, also, there's plenty of rumors, and kind of going back to, obviously, Anderson Julio gets signed. Um, he's actually a training today at the time of yeah. recording, uh, so he's going to be there. But, um, you know, the other ones, uh, we've got oh, left back. Who's the dude that Cablan. got signed? Chris Cablan. Chris Cablan. So Josh did some research on Chris Cablan. Please. And uh, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking? Because Trey said some interesting stuff on his podcast. He did. And, uh, and I'll share what – have you listened to Trey's podcast? I did, but I was working, so it was like half listening. So, cool. so he meant two of us, we got you. Yeah, yeah, we yes. could fill it in. Fill so in he blanks. mentioned that Chris Cablan, um, he, he is right-footed. Um, he can play can, anywhere along the back line. Exactly. Yep. So whether it's like a back three, back four, um, 27, coming over to – or is he 27 or 25? I think he's 27. 27. 27. Right. So, you know, you're playing in some whatever divi- division, different leagues. I see MLS as an upgrade from, uh, from a division le- league is. like that. 100%. Right? Used to not be. Right? No. This, no yeah. Ten years ago, this signing, we like, oh, man, we got this European left back coming. Yeah. I see this guy. But now it's like, okay, um, there must this, is a, this is a blitzer – club yeah. you yeah. know move right so they they must see something in him to move him to a what i think is a better team to see if he can develop further right that's what i see because yeah. it's just a loan till july which isn't long it's yeah, it's so, a weirdly short loan right, but then he, an option to extend right but. he has you know a few months to prove himself so so in that aspect i like the move because it's yeah. coverage for now and if it doesn't work out you know if we have an adam henley situation he can just go right back and it's yeah. no harm, no foul. <laughs> I'm not you know necessarily I mean? opposed to like the right footed left back thing as long as they're actually like a natural left back because that's right. possible. But I like, I don't want it to be the, it's not going to be like the Andrew Brody at left back thing. That no. We saw a lot at the end of last year, um, which he's not a left back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you have a right footed left back who's actually like a natural right footed left back, that's fine. So I'm, I'm curious to see how it goes. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, he might end up playing in a back three. I guess we'll see. But I guess the, the primarily he's played left back for his clubs. But yeah, this is an upgrade as far as like he's coming from second division. Uh, I don't even. I can't remember. He was in the Swiss league for a while. He is Swiss. Yeah, it was but, like second division Belgium, I believe. Yeah, Something. second division Belgium, and like MLS is an upgrade at this point over the Swiss top flight league. I'd say like if. If Jordan Pifok, who's scoring a bunch of goals in the Swiss top flight league, I wouldn't expect him to do the same thing in MLS, quite honestly. I wouldn't either. So, yeah. so a scary comment that he made, though, and, and it, it, it may have just scary been... Comment. Yeah, it may have Spooky just been... Comment. From who? From Trey or from Well, from Trey kind of taking what Pablo had said. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess there, you got to add the context there, because I think the context is more so along the back line, mm-hmm. where he can play anywhere. 
But I remember when I was listening and, 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 and he reiterated that, yeah, Apollo, you know, Chris Cablan, he can play anywhere. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, where, what are we going to try? Yeah. Where are we going to experiment with this guy, right? We so, were wonder- I mean, we were, when we were talking about this, I was talking about this with Matt and Trevor. I was like, I don't, I don't know what our formation is going to be week to week. No, that – I mean, it's kind of a nice surprise because, you know, the Pecky era, the Freddy era, it got tired sometimes. It was the same. It was, right. like, always the 4-2-3-1. No adjustment. Yeah. But also, I would like to kind of know like, like I have no idea what, what we're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, like he could play. I could like back three, or is he going to be playing the Tate Schmidt like left mid position? Yeah, like left wing back. Yeah, yeah. In like a three four three. But if we're playing a four back, uh, Tate Schmidt isn't a very good left back and a four back in my opinion. And no, maybe no, Chris no, Cablan's no. better in that spot. So. I mean, he he does have size. You know, he has the, the intangible size, pace, and cute. That um, is intangible. What in the world? He's a handsome guy. He's a handsome oh, fellow. He did man. increase the overall look of the Which is important. Are... We lost Ashton Morgan, who was absolutely uh, dripped out week to week. And so I think it's important that Chris Cablan comes back, brings some swag. It's an excellent thing for TikTok. So that's, I think this is the first time the word drip has been used on the RSL show. So congratulations. Thank you. Drip. A big moment. <laughs> He's dripped wow. out. That's what he said. I, okay. Ashton Morgan was dripped out. Not sure what Chris Cablan's clothing game is yet, but we're going to see. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to it. So big things coming as far as those uh, walking into the stadium photos go. I'm gonna need gonna need some evidence of what what we got going on there pretty soon. It's so. pretty cool. Are you into shoes? I do like shoes. What shoes are you wearing now? Wearing some uh, New Balance 550s. Those are sick, the dude. Leon Dork collaboration. Yeah, we're. we're are you we're a dad? I'm a dad. You are? No, of course not. Okay. I'm a dad. I've got dad energy sometimes. You though. do. Wearing carpenter. Big pants. dad energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like New Balance. New Balances are the most dad thing about me. Check these out. I, I think I saw you rocking some night. Oh, yeah. some Air Maxes. We got some Air Maxes cool. going on over here. I like those. Pass yeah. the test. Pass the test. I love the. Uh, that's the Air Max like orange color that they use. Yeah. I love them. What do yeah. we? We got going. I'm on just rocking. We got some Vans. It's okay. I got a pair mm-hmm. of Vans. Yeah. Some Nikes. Okay. Yeah, Isaac hasn't spent, my little brother hasn't spent money on clothing in like four years. Honestly, I envy you because it's a deep sickness that was just drilled into my brain, but I'm getting out of it. I'm recovering, so yeah. we're fine. Yeah. But. You don't have a swag list? Do you? No, you, you got, got, you got swag. a great thing going on over there. It's, it's really weird because, like, like he, okay, so little brother doesn't he spend He brings money. out the chain. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he has the Gen Z like vintage swag. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude, you absolutely do. You got that Depop swag it's in a very so, good way. It's so weird. That's he doesn't no. try, and he's like cooler than absolutely. I am. dude. I love yeah the tan San Diego hat. Big fan. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, nice, like, Anderson Julio. Wait, look at his look at his AirPods little case. I <laughs> love that. That's sick. He's got a little case holding his AirPods Yo, on his belt. I actually belt. need one of those because my AirPods case, it always drops like it can open too easily. Yeah. And that's got a button on it. Yeah. Button. <laughs> big, big button guy. Dude, that's so weird. Okay, the Chris Cablan, so you're thinking as a whole squad, he brings up the handsome level. I think yeah. So, yeah. All right. That's going to be great for all the girls who are following who, uh, the TikTok accounts. Yeah. So big question here. Yeah. This is RSL social media level sure. question. Who brings it down? <laughs> Wait, hang yeah. on. Who brings the stock down? Yeah, like who's stock? ugly? All right, who's ugly on the RSL? Yeah, we were squad? talking about this. this. Now yeah, we, can't we can't do, do that. We can't we do, do that. This. All right. I Are you? Do, that. do you want to get canceled? I'm trying yes. To get I guess it takes a lot to get. I'm canceled, trying to get though. your show canceled. Yeah. So see, he's he's trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to sabotage. I'm trying to trick here. Josh into saying something insane, so that yeah. it's only. Luckily, we have two producers here to edit that shit out. That's right. Anderson Julio. Yeah. He's back. How about the uh, the master class of transfer fee? I was worried one? about that. I was worried that it was going to be like we held out so long, then we got kind of desperate, so then we paid Way all the money, much. like the full money that they were asking, and then we got him without like playing for five months or whatever. 
Turns out, no. It was two point five million transfer fee. We got him for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Unbelievable, dude. That's a, that's, that's a, like a dollar store bargain. That's a ten percent. That's a tithing discount, right? There. Yeah. I'm I'm concerned that his club, his parent club at the time, didn't even have him registered. I know. What so was that? It, they were literally just holding him hostage, right? Mm-hmm. They're holding him hostage for a transfer fee. Yeah. It totally backfired on him. Very happy he's back. Yeah. I'm not looking at this as like a transfer to help the club per se. I'm looking at this as a guy that was with us last year that's finally just back where he's supposed to be. Yeah. So the I just saw a lot of arguments like, oh my, why are we wasting our time bringing him back? Like this isn't the transfer we need. To be clear, I think it's just getting a guy back that we needed and had anyway. Yeah. Right? And also, man, like I think he just there's less pressure on him to be like a gigantic GB, big huge splash. Yeah, yeah, if we had paid two point five million dollars right. for him. To come off the bench. Exactly. Which we saw like we know that he's better off the bench. Like right. all almost all of his production last year, aside from like that first game of the season, was was off the bench. And, and we, he's a great And we could use him off the bench this 100%. year. Who did we have to come off the bench against LA? We ended that game with like five defensive midfielders. Dude, bless his heart. I'm not trying to see Bodie Davis trying to like Come in and like win a game win for a us, game for right? Us. Like that's not going to happen. Get the speed in there. Get Relying the top. on Tate Schmidt, getting pissed at Tate Schmidt because he's not scoring goals all the time. Exactly. We can't. Yeah. That's the other thing is we can't be relying on our defenders to score all our goals. We can't. <laughs> our offense has been struggling mightily. It sucks. And I know we all knew that when Albert left. Yeah. And I still don't think I still don't think we would be any better off had Albert stayed. Mm. But we definitely are missing a little bit of spark. I think we would be better off. Yeah, but you're not going to find that spark in Albert. Dude, I don't I, think we'd be better off. We're in a good position without him. And the whole CONCACAF thing, I'm sorry to cut you off, no, the whole fine. CONCACAF, like how they're praising Albert, like sure, he kind of made a run. He's the seventh best player. But on it's dude. like that, pa- that pass wasn't really a pass. It was like a deflected shot landed at the feet of the dude who scored. and then they're, they're playing him as an eight, though, which is, his, so which is the correct position for Albert Rusnak, and which is... Like, literally what he's best at. Because there were so many times last year where I'm like, why is Albert dropping so deep? Because that's like, what he does. It's because that's what yeah. he's good at. And yeah. he's good at possessing the ball. He's good. He's quick on the ball. He's not going to be that creative spark that you mentioned. Right. But and he's, he's not going to so, be making the run. Right? Which is fine. Which is, right. I think, Seattle's accepted what he is. I, they're probably overpaying for, for what they're getting, I'd say. But, like, he is really good in the midfield. And that's something that I feel like we could use. Yes, we could use it. But I still think letting him go was the right move. It probably was. We were paying him too much. Like you could, pro- I would, I would hope you could get a cheaper player to play like an eight really well. Yeah, yeah but, or a way more expensive player to do it really, really well. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I yeah. saw a comment that he uh, he won one of the biggest trophies in front of the biggest fans and, yeah, the best and one fans. of the, you know it simply had to be Seattle, best stadium, all that stuff. Uh, congrats to Kellen Rowe for winning. Congrats the title. to Freddie. You know, it really. <laughs> What it yeah. comes down to is, you know, these guys, this is going to sound messed up, but I've, I've, I've come to terms. I've accepted it. Freddie, I'm not mad at uh, Garth. Garth left and did his thing. I, know what, you, I thing. know what you're going to say. Go ahead. <laughs> Freddie and Albert couldn't handle being the faces, the guys with all the pressure, sure. all this nonsense. They went to where they knew they could win yeah. and contribute, and they did. That's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Still going to boo you. Dude, you've got, you got, you got rolled on, brothers. On Seattle, right. Rui Diaz, Jordan Rui Diaz, Morris, Ladero. Oh, absolutely, they're absolutely stacked. They're stacked. You see, like, like bro, a front like three you, of. Yeah. You think Rusnak won that trophy for them? No, absolutely, no, no. absolutely. They no. were winning that with or without Albert. Exactly. 
Ooh, yeah, that's interesting. I, 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 I would agree, but I, it is interesting. They had I, a 16 year old playing in the midfield in that game. Yeah, because they were fine. To, uh, Joao Pedro. I'm, yeah, they were fine. They're <clears> fine. <throat> but Andrew, or uh, Andrew, um, Albert Rusnak, I thought played really well. Sure, game. but it's easier to play well when you're surrounded by and you're in a great system. Talent. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? It's way, it's way, it's way easier to be like a a. a, a above average piece in a really really good system right than instead of the be best guy piece in like a, a below average yes system. absolutely yeah. that's yeah. tough yeah huh yeah so like honestly i'm i'm totally over the albert thing now i yeah, really are. people are gonna boo and they should boo i'm like a very pro booing guy like, yeah no i love the feel, booing yeah absolutely so. i'll still do boo but i'm i'm over like caring if he flounders or so great. i don't care yeah we had a bunch of rsl fans like following him week to week being like another game without an albert goal or so yeah see that's uh-huh. too much for me that's yeah. a lot of that's, it's like he he i like being petty but that's like <laughs> yeah that's, I, I don't have the energy for that petty gotcha right. okay you guys want to talk about the next uh signing who the one that's been like literally everyone like not even not oh, the even one we've us. been talking about since well, February. You guys talked about Jefferson Savarino on on soapbox for months. I bet. Yeah, no, we did because yeah, it was a whole thing. Lucas was I don't know if he broke the I don't know. Lucas is on is on the beat, and uh-huh. uh, Lucas got us that info pretty pretty early. Yeah, like almost I, before the season started. I saw it back in February from like a tweet from Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. It was like common knowledge. Everybody would just talk about it and talk about it. You yeah. didn't think it was ever going to happen. Well, yeah, because we heard like months ago. It was around that time where before we actually knew the name, someone was like, there's someone that RSL trying to bring back. And I was like, bring back? Like, who who would that be? And I was like going through the roster and I, or the, like from years past. I was like, the only player could be a Sovereigno. Right. Like, no, no one else even fits the criteria of bringing back who would be like a – like a really good player to bring right. back. I just pictured like a montage, dude, of you, like, you know, just shuffling through papers. Dude, absolutely. I was pulling like, out a briefcase. Flashcards of their pictures. Yeah. Dude, yeah. <laughs> we were like, we were going through like the Wikipedia roster. And I was like, okay, no, it's not going to be Olmez Garcia. It's not going to be Joel Plata. To be Nelson Gonzalez? Like, oh. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Anyway, so Olmez. it had to be him. Yeah. And then it ended up being him. Yeah. And I guess like they just love it here. That See, but that is exactly what fans in RSL want to hear. I mean, it is. But that's like, that's our guy, right? Any player that wants to come back here, that's like the Beckerman effect. That's the Ramondo effect. That's done deal. It, it's it's so cool yeah, to have a guy who wants right, to be here. Who yeah. wants yeah. to be here, and that's such a big deal. Albert. All right, it's, but it's not only that that fans want to hear that, but I think it's probably true because he. I mean, he's a, he's a good he's a really good player. Fantastic, like, and he, he could, only got better. He only got better yeah. on, in a better league on a better team, also. So right. like he could go, he could go a lot of different places that right. aren't MLS. But he chose to came home. He chose, to, came chose home. to come home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Savarino, are you? How do you feel, Josh? I'm, I'm excited. I I don't know where he's gonna. I mean, I know where he's gonna yeah. play, and it's going to make us semi better. Yeah, but it's definitely not the fix we need. It's not the fix we need, but it's but the it's, fix I want right now. Yeah, no, it's it's a great move, right? Like the timing's right. A weird number, a weird deal. Oh yeah. Um. But whatever, right? Carry on. But I, I do think this improves us greatly, right? Like, no offense to Michael Chang, but yeah, now we or see Michael Chang right. off the bench. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And also, I was watching that highlight video of him. I forgot how many of his goals came from distance. Like, Same. That is something that we haven't had since he left. And, like, when he was here, that was unique to him as well. Yeah, like, he's, he'll just pull the trigger when he needs to, and, and it's, we it's beautiful. don't have anyone that is, like, willing to shoot the ball right now. <laughs> 
Unless they're inside the box, like Especially literally like three feet from the keeper like, off a of deflection. But Bobby, even then, they miss. So yeah. Bobby like tested the keeper on Saturday against the Galaxy like pretty well. He had one like really good shot that I remember, but, which like, led to the goal. Which yes, that that yep. caused the corner. Uh, yeah, but other than that, like we're we have so guys that are just so scared to shoot, and like having a, having a player like Sabrina who's willing to shoot from distance and good at shooting from distance stretches the field and creates more space for our. Our, our striker, whoever that is going to end up being. You know what Jefferson Salvarino kind of feels like to me? What? Who? I guess, I, I like, I get that it's awesome. I get that he's had a lot of success. Sure. But I feel like we went to a car dealership, and, like, the car that we really, really want with, like, the, you know, luxury package, <laughs> bells and whistles, you know, we're like, oh, we want that. But then, like, somehow we got we kind of got swindled. Who Who is that player? Who's the luxury we car? Go, hang on. We got a little swindled. <laughs> And we left the dealership with, like, maybe not the luxury sports package. You know, we're lacking a little few things, but we're still kind of happy. But we're trying to justify it, and we're like, well, yeah, it's like, you know, it's $50 cheaper a month. It's great. Mm. It's very economic. I, <laughs> for, a different view. For Savarino, I mean, I get, you know, I get that he had all the success, but it's, and yeah, he was just heating up, and he's matured, and, like, now he's coming back. It's exciting, but to me, it's not that exciting. It's It's not... That exciting. Like I want like a household name. I want like a. I, I, I'm. I'm. You ready want a Chicharito? For, I'm ready for RSL. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. honestly, dude, Chicharito or like Houston Dynamo, but right? Like, I want a good household name that everyone would know. I I think that people outside of MLS, dude, they didn't know who Jefferson Savarino was until uh, RSL tweeted it and then ran a highlight deck and then they went and researched it. So it's like. Okay, I, I think I think a lot of people knew who Savo was. I don't think so. The, the, ca- the, the, thing, the, the so the thing about Savo, I'm gonna interrupt you before right. I forget. We can get a household name and have Savo. That's the thing now. The this goal. this isn't a Deloitte club anymore where Savarino would be the only expensive player. We can now do what Seattle did. Bring in a Savarino who he was the, the used car you wanted to trade in, right? Because maybe you were thinking to upgrade or save some money. It didn't quite work out, but then you saw your car back on KSL and like, I'm going to go get it again because I liked it. And, it, and yeah. like somebody tinted the windows. Right. <laughs> so a little upgraded. Maybe added a muffler, okay? Yeah. 10 extra horsepower. Yeah. Bigger wheels. He's, he's got bigger arms now. He's, yeah, he's got some jack. muscle. That's good so, you, so you get that car back, but now you still have some money in the budget to go buy another car. Or a motorcycle. Or a motorcycle. Maybe a nicer one, right? That's cool. So now we can maybe cool. <laughs> start building a team instead of getting one or two guys and everyone else is just whatever. That's what I want to see is, like, building a roster. And right now with, with you know, Julio and Sovereigno, it does kind of feel like let's get these pieces and just throw them in there and, like, we're vibes-based and we're seeing, like, how this is going to go. Like, it'll probably make make us better. It will. But like we do, I would love to see, I'd love to see that luxury car. Yeah, that we and can I think, actually like go toward building a roster. I think that you know that G wagon, that maybe stretch Hummer. I think those come in the summer. A stretch I hope Hummer. So. Yes, Stre- dude, who yeah, knows? we're trying to get a stretch. Hummer. It would be a stretch Hummer because it was so cool in like 2009 oh or something. <laughs> and then, but it's cool to us now. That's what we could afford as like a DP, like yeah. crazy. Summer. Yeah, you really don't see limos anymore, do you? No. What it's happened a, to limos? I don't know. It's weird seeing a limo now. You're like, what is a freak behavior? Yeah, it's usually like a hearst. Yeah, I was Damn. in Vegas the, like last weekend, and I saw some like freaks in limos, and I was like, what are you guys doing? What year is it? <laughs> you know, your Uber you kn- XL, you chumps. You I, know who would ride in a limo to every match if they could? Albert Rusnak. Trey. Oh. <laughs> Trey would. Dude, Trey would be yeah. so awesome in a limo. I could yeah. see him him and Elliot getting out. Yeah. Oh, Only because man. Elliot was forced to. Yeah, Elliot would look uncomfortable. <laughs> 
But there would be like a a claret and cobalt carpet going yeah. into the stadium. Yeah. You notice how Kyle just got really quiet when we were talking beautiful. about bleeding claret and cobalt. I love. I, I not only do I love that podcast. I listened to it before they deleted the episodes <laughs> because they posted it too early. Yeah, so. I called uh, out. Andy I called, called out Trey. Yeah, yeah. I was like, spaces. Hey, that was so funny. It's yeah. like, hey man, we've oh, all done did it. you really in there? I saw that space going, but I was working, and then I saw. Like the episode, I uh, I can't remember who alerted, but the episode disappeared, and I was like, oh yeah, we've little, all we've all done it. A little premature. Yeah. yeah for, by the way, the spaces that argument that you guys are like working, you guys can still join and still. Listen. I did. You can just listen. I did. I was Shut literally it. on Turn a work meeting. All right, whatever. So I couldn't. <laughs> whatever, dude. Um, cool. So I mean, I think Real Salt Lake is is making some really cool moves. Trending in the right direction. It sounds right different direction. than what you just said. You said they're you're making. Really you're not moves. excited you did, about it. You did just say that they were like got swindled at a used car dealership like five minutes ago. <laughs> Listen, I maybe we changed his perspective. I think we did. Yeah, we're fair and biased here. We're fair and biased. Yeah, that actually know. is a good way to put it. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that's weird. Um, okay, let's jump to RSL questions. RSL oh. show questions. Yeah, and let's wrap this up so we can go to training for yep. a minute. We're gonna do oh, a few yeah. questions and then we're gonna do a quick social hours. We like social five. social minute. All right, social that's cool. Five. Um, okay, so you guys responded to our questions on Twitter. Uh, nice. Joseph Hutchison, and, and sometimes they like write statements, and sometimes they have yeah. Comments. No, I, I'm aware. I read. Yeah, those. well, I, I mean, your... I'm just letting you know sure. because we get more engagement than soapbox. Like, I know people don't. Oh, do you? Talk, yeah, t- people don't <laughs> talk to you guys on Twitter. We don't. You guys are very unapproachable. Um, it's wow. different. On, no, I'm kidding. Wow, okay. <laughs> he was he was actually taking a shot at me there. Was he? Are you guys? Yeah. No, I was. Like, I'm unapproachable, apparently. Oh, yeah. when you're in control of the account? Are, no, are just you? like in person. I guess I'm scary. Okay. Okay. You know what? You know, know what's funny is people don't know who's who's on the account. Well, okay. I you, can you, tell. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell who's tweeting. You can tell who's tweeting. <laughs> but some people think because I'll I'll roast myself from the sure. RSL show account, and then they think it's Josh, but it's, it's just me. All right, here we go. First question, statement, whatever. Joseph Hutchinson, host of El Show Real, uh, he says, Am I weird in that I don't see Cordova being listed as a DP for accounting purposes as a big deal? Especially since, according to Elliot, he and Krylock can be bought down to accommodate other true DPs in the summer. Yeah, it's just the mechanism for accounting, really, for for roster roles. And they'll absolutely get bought down to bring someone else in. I don't think it's a big deal at all. I mean, Sam Johnson was a DP for... Sake. Yeah, it is interesting though when like as part of these player announcements, like in the in the actual like emails that get sent out or whatever the releases, it says like joins as clubs X like twelfth designated player or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like there's like this weird in between like there's a there's a DP for accounting purposes and then there's like a DP a for true like a DP. true like signing. And there's just because of how MLS and RSL just MLS in general, like that delineation isn't entirely clear. So it's not a big deal, but there is like definitely a difference there. There's a vibes based difference of your signings. Yeah, not a true DP, but won't be stuck at a DP spot forever. So it's fine. Yeah. It's whatever. Uh, Keenan McEwen, he's just kind of pointing out something that we already talked about. Uh, Albert played so well as CDM in the Champions League final. Were we playing him wrongly all along, or yes. is he simply able to perform better when he's seven to eight players deep Both. on a really good team instead of only one to two decent players in RSL? Yep, and yep. Yep. Both of those, yep. <laughs> uh, let's see. Danny B, another comment. So glad we got these done this window. Cool. Um, let's see. Chris Nagel uh, asks, with many new signings being former RSL players over the years, how long before Albert is back in the Claire than Cobalt? 
Um, uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, that would be hilarious. He's there's no way he'd come back at this point. Isaac, no. you're saying what? Four months? Four oh, four years. Oh, four nah. years. Thirty-three-year-old Albert Rusnak. After he, after in. he's won like uh, four league titles and four Concacaf league titles, he has Seattle tattooed across his back in old yeah. English. After they beat Liverpool in the World Champions League <laughs> Cup or whatever <laughs> club club World Cup. Wow. Uh, honestly, don't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised to see Albert not in the league in the next two, three years. Interesting. Like, you think he's going to go back to Europe, or what do you mean? Just like, no, like Seattle's not going to re-sign him, mm-hmm. and then he'll just go play for like <laughs> San Jose two. Yeah. Uh, Travis Anderson says, with the signing of Cablan and with the return of Savarino and Julio, who do you expect gets pushed out of the lineup? Schmidt and Jang. <laughs> Does Cablan start at left back? If we play left back, back yeah. probably. Does Savarino push out Miram? Yes. Yep. So that he becomes a super sub off the bench. Yeah. Yeah. All day. Can't play Miram over. And Savarino. does Julio continue to come off the bench? Yep. Yes. <laughs> Easy peasy. Easy enough. We're in sync. Um, let's let's take a look opinions. here. That's right. Yeah. Uh, very happy about Julio or Court Pitts. My bad. Court Pitts says uh, very happy about Julio and Savarino. Can't wait to see the team form with these new, old, slash proven additions. Um, one thing that I wanted to ask you guys, uh, we're going to hold off on those questions. I think there's more on IG. I'll, I'll take a look here after I ask you guys. But um, what I've been seeing from, like, the fan base is, especially with, like, Chris Cablan or whoever might have been involved with, like, you know, David Blitzer's group, there's yeah. always, like, this weird – um, sentiment of like, oh, here's another, you know, Blitzer trade, Blitzer, blah, blah. Like, like, like we can't source players from like a different pool. So why is that being seen as a negative thing when initially we were so effing stoked about having this partnership and pooling players? Why do you think there's like this weird like, oh, here we go again, the Blitzer trade? I have zero idea. Because I have zero idea why people feel that way. Yeah, because I think it's a a net positive, right? Like, there's players available for practically nothing that could turn. Like, this is a risk free move. Really, Cordova and Cablan are risk free. If they don't turn out, they're gone. It's not like we just went and spent $2 million on Ortuno, did nothing with it, right? Like, the the opportunity to just bring guys in that maybe aren't getting minutes from the Bundesliga, right? Sure. It's not a bad thing to try. Yeah, especially it's, it's while worth trying, trying to sure. trying to build a squad, right? Like we're still coming out of the Deloitte dark days. It's yeah. still going to take some time. So just having these guys available to bring in and kind of throw them at the wall and see if they stick. It's that, or we throw some Monarchs players and see if they stick, right? It's. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Yeah. So with, oh man, it, it is. It's confusing because there are people that are fans of other Blitzer teams, namely Crystal Palace in particular, that kind of right. feel that have had those same concerns where they feel like their squad hasn't been invested in and there's just kind of shuffled players around. And that's that's a concern for me a little bit because, I mean, I guess we'll see how the next, like, year or two goes. Um, but at this point, kind of my concern is around, uh, like, all the players that we've brought in since uh, Deloitte left, which I know we've been limited, of course, because we haven't had an ownership group. They've been <clears throat> returning players, other MLS players, Monarchs players. And I'm wondering, or players that like Andy Williams scouted, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a- Anderson Julio. So you're wondering if Luke Mulholland I'm has wondering scouting chops. what's going on scouting-wise is yeah. like a big question of Mark I have. Because like, are, like, is the Blitzer group replacing a scouting network? 
because we can move players around easily i don't know like i honestly don't know (laughs) and like i think it's weird that andy just was gone and then like i don't we haven't really brought brought players in from that were like non andy williams or non mls or non blitzer be a good trade question yeah Yeah. it would be a good trade question i honestly just don't know so yeah i i just see it as it's another resource to get guys in when we need guys for sure for low risk right it is low risk i think that's an important thing to to recognize and it's true it, it feels like that pool would get priority you know it's like hey let's start here and then let's kind of right. look just, elsewhere just like just the monarchs pool should get priority right yeah. like we have these guys available they could potentially turn out to be very good and if they don't we're not really out anything yeah, yeah. I, the other thing that i i kind of think about is like is this guy's just like kind of moving money around yeah is this <laughs> some kind of like ozark situation yeah like yeah. am i like am i washing money through sergio court i'm just kidding but like there is i wonder like if there is our like accounting considerations being like okay this guy's not performing here let's get him on to a different team where maybe right the payment structure is a little bit different like through mls being yeah a and, and honestly like that's that's fine as long as it doesn't become a habit and that's the only way we get players. yeah that that is a concern and the, the the other thing is that they take up international spots which is another potential concern yeah. but like when they are on low risk deals like Koblan being a three-month loan or whatever yeah in july yeah that spot could decide. be right open yeah so yeah i i see i see both sides of that I, it is too early to tell how this is going to work out for us long term um i'm just got, got, i got a lot of tor- tornado of thoughts and feelings yeah but that that whole what you just said about we have time Right, like it's yeah. still so new, is why I'm not even giving it that much stock and yeah. stress. Fair. Yeah. All right, so Travis Brady asks, uh, "Who are you guys most excited, or yeah, who are you guys most excited about um, newest addition on the team? Like, who's who, Sava. who's the it's player? Be Sava. Yeah, Sava. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Isaac. What are you excited for? Severino. Like, who, Julio could really flop. He has the biggest risk of flopping. He does. He, he does. hasn't played in five months." Last year could have been a fluke. We know what we're getting with Sava. We know he's going to improve us. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited for Sava. Dude, we got way more questions on Instagram. Really? We're, maybe we're focusing on the wrong maybe. platform. Uh, maybe Uzbaldo. since Elon bought it, people are, are moving away. <laughs> Uzbaldo uh, asks, uh, does Ochoa play the rest of the year? Do you think he takes off to Liga MX soon? Hope so. I hope he does both. Yeah. I would love an Ochoa like Tigris jersey, not going to lie. He wants to. Play, I th- he wants to play in Mexico. I, he, I think he does too. So, yeah. But I hope we get money for him to go to Mexico. I would also love that. I mean, I, it, it's it would be silly if he didn't want to play there, just because of how like the Mexican national team works. Yeah, in no, general. he needs to they play there too. Yeah, they prioritize that. So, like, if he goes there, then he could be. I mean, he's got to have his eyes on that. So, yeah. I hope he does. Um, Frana Isidro, I think, yeah, Frana Isidro says, thank God we finally have some rotation on the wings. Please. Tired yeah. of seeing Chang and Miram. Um, <laughs> I'll leave Chang out of that. I think Miram's been great. They've, they've both been, they've been good, but they haven't been like winning MLS Cup good, right? Yeah. And there are only options essentially. Yeah. yeah. That's where the stress comes. Both mm-hmm. of them, fantastic off the bench. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Dill Ray says, when are Josh and Andy going to recreate the Albert photo shoot? Um, uh, I'm about 30 pounds away. Yeah, you know what's funny <laughs> is, remember when I sent a photo to the chat of yeah. me doing that post? Yeah. Shirtless? It was rough. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, we, were, we almost thought about tweeting it out, but then we're like, no, this is over the top, over the line. This is uh, not not good to do. I would prefer someone redo the Pablo photo shoot. Oh, we could do that that MLS like 1.0 yeah. photo shoot with the Landon Donovan. The Dunny. The, yeah, all of it. 
Yeah, isn't there like who, who's who's the player that's like drinking and making eye contact like Donovan, out yeah. of the fountain? What's the delight? Pablo's in like all white, like Backstreet Boys style, and yeah. it's kind of wet. <laughs> it is kind of wet. <laughs> it's kind of rough, dude. Alrighty, it, it rules. must have been humid. Cool. Well, I think that wraps it up. I mean, I we could we could always do a, a preview for Nashville. Um, you said it before. I think you've said Nashville SC is a great team. team. Not great, good. Good? Could be great. And yeah. as Trey said on his podcast, we don't do well in big stadiums. We don't do well. Home openers. Uh, like, yeah, away. First time, our first time playing away somewhere, we don't do well in that. So or Sunday, Sundays not at 8. Sunday, yeah. yeah. Sunday day games. It could it be rough. rough. This could, could be a rough one. Yeah. Yeah, so kickoff is uh, 3 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. It is oh, at, and it's a holiday. And it's a holiday. Yeah, we're losing. It's uh, <laughs> it's Geodas Park, uh, which if you guys haven't seen, it's, it's, uh, it's the it's brand brand new addition to the MLS stadiums. Uh, it, it looks like it sits in the middle of a racetrack or something. Oh, I didn't. They even, said that the uh, yeah parking's on a racetrack. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, it's a beautiful stadium. Yeah, uh, Nashville SC. I I really don't care for them much. Um, I haven't really seen anything out of them. I yet, actually but kind of enjoy them. I'm sad they're not on the Eastern yeah. Conference anymore because yeah. I enjoyed him on the East. Uh, I think. Hani Mukhtar is just an incredible player, he's so good, and yeah. he's he could just eat us he, up. He he deserves better than Gary Smith. Ooh, Gary Smith is such a. I don't even want to slander Pablo here, but he's very Pablo-ish too. Where yeah. they're they're so focused on defense that it kind of kills your offense. Yeah, I mean, just in that that one game they had here alone, he created and almost scored oh, like man. like four or five chances. It was crazy. You guys think we see another uh, Dax McCarty meltdown? No, no unless think... someone's still stalking his house or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think his personal issues are resolved. That's so. probably good. By the way, let's take credit for that video. So I shot a video, uploaded it. <laughs> let's, be, let's be sure Andy gets his it. It got like <laughs> it got like hundreds of thousands of views. Didn't you get in trouble for that video? No, from from work. Oh yeah, because I didn't post it from <laughs> KSL Sports Twitter. Nice. I did. Yeah, it from I look greedy. That's right. L- listen, I I knew it was gonna go and. <laughs> And it did go viral. Like, I'm going viral, damn it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, they used that angle for, like, the disciplinary committee. Uh, so he got, what was it, like a two-game suspension? Mm-hmm. Something like that? Three games? Yeah, that was, two. Pretty, that was pretty Dax wild. McCarty, and he apologized, dude. Via video, not even, like, a press release. Via video. And then a family member of his, let's not elaborate on that, literally messaged, like... No, she posted it publicly. That's why oh, I said that. okay, she did. It's like, she said... She was just like, "This is what's going on." Yeah, she's like, "Hey, I apologize she, for she my was husband's DMing people, behavior." But then she also just posted it. So yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. Well, you know, we hate to force that stuff out, but yeah, that and, moment but was that. complete. You, I, I want you to know, Andy, you did force that out. Like, there was going to be no apology if Andy didn't film that angle. I yeah. want. I think it's clear. Right? Yep. Yeah, all, clear all and obvious. We don't have to go to VAR for this. Yes, no. Andy caused the apology. Thanks, guys. Thank you for acknowledging. You're me. welcome. Thank you. That's all I want. I'm glad you didn't post from the KSL account. <laughs> no free clout. <laughs> I got a phone call. Well, about it. No free clout. They're like, did you? Why not? I'm like, oh, I, you had somebody else working it. They could have done it. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, awesome. let's let's do our social hour real quick, uh, guys. This is the end of the RSL show. Um, Kyle, thanks for having us, dude. You're welcome. Or actually, no, thanks for coming here. I'm what I meant. happy to be here. Um, in all great. seriousness, look, we give place. Soapbox so much. Shit. We give all the other podcasts so much crap. But I love you guys. <laughs> I you love guys, you. you guys do a great job. Thanks. Man. Your articles are great. Uh, your podcasts are great. That. I can't take credit for part. Um, of that. I would I I personally could take a little less of the social hour. That's fine. Um, but I like you as a human. Thank you. And I like Trevor and I like uh, Matt. Um, it's, it's just you three guys. It's just right? the three of us on yeah. uh, off the crossbar. 
Yeah. But then Lucas, we got other. Oh, I like other. Lucas too. Yeah. I like Lucas too. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> so, anyways, thank you for your hard You're work welcome. and your contribution for uh, Real Salt Lake Media. Wow, that was very heartfelt. Yeah, I was expecting. I don't believe it. I thought I felt like I was walking into a trap here today. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't no, know. man, you guys do a good job. There's, <laughs> Thanks, man, that's really nice. You know, there's a lot of RSL podcasts out there, and yeah. a lot of them don't do a good job. But you guys do a wow. great job. So, <laughs> yeah, thank you. I mean, yeah. people do. I, I think people at one point thought we had beef, but we do have beef. Sorry, yeah, people thought there. Hey, there have been moments though. I remember like Jake would talk to me about people who weren't happy with what oh, I was saying sometimes. Yeah. Well so, now that Jake's gone <laughs> Beef's gone, that's weird. Oh whoa. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Was All Jake right. the beef the whole time? <laughs> beef boy. He is beefy for sure. Dude, he's been looking like muscular. Jacked, he's looking great. I saw him a few weeks a month ago. I don't know. Yeah. Whew. Um what have you been up to, Joe? When he when he wears <laughs> when he wears the short shorts. Dude. Yeah. He's wearing pants when I saw him, which is a bummer. Yeah, you should see him in short shorts. I can't wait. I'm going to set that up sometime. Ask him to send you a picture. I would love yeah. <laughs> to do that. All right, social hour, real quick. Let's uh, let's do RSL Soapbox fashion. Sorry, Josh. I know you want to get out of here, Yeah, but we're going to do this. Uh, Kyle, go. how was your weekend? It was great. Uh, it's it's Saturday, though, so I took it very chill yesterday. I had a very long work week, and I was just we're, I'm, I'm absolutely chilling. So I watched some NBA playoffs yesterday. Um, what do you think of the series? Uh, Suns Mavs. I'm kind of, kind of. I want the Suns to just clean out the Mavericks. I, I was bummed last night. How do you feel about Luca? Because I, don't I Luka. can't stand. I the hate Luca now. He's so young, dude. He's what 22, 23. And started, yeah, and he started playing pro ball when he was like 15. Dude, so he's, he's like experienced. He is so young. He's good. Right. Uh, but, I, but maybe that's where like his sense of entitlement yeah. comes from. Because my lord, dude, you can't even look at that kid without him throwing his arms. I up know and he crying. was doing like he was doing the watching him and Chris Paul play each other was like just watching just two turds smash into each other. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Chris Paul, I'm waiting for Chris Paul to kick him in the nuts. Yeah, they were, we're getting close to that. Chris but. Paul is 37. Oh, he's yeah, he, and he's still like just amazing. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's good series. I I, I want to see Dallas lose. Me too. Badly. Um, I want the Suns to advance over yeah. them. So no books. Like you're not reading any good books right now. I don't. Know. I, re- I was reading a book for work, but uh, that's not. It's not. Do very you listen exciting. to audiobooks and say you read books? No, you don't do that. I don't. Okay. I don't. I, I'm a huge podcast listener. I don't listen. I don't listen to books. If I'm doing book stuff, I read a book, but. Gotcha. I don't know how to read, so it's all podcasts yeah. or audio books. What, what have you been up to, Josh? What's going on? Uh, just a lot of work. Yeah, dude. Yeah, constant. Is that your monster right constant there? Constant work. No, I wish it was. Ooh. Yeah. I'm not an energy drink guy. I don't drink, nothing, I don't drink caffeine. Nothing exciting happening in your life right now, Josh? Not really, no. <laughs> it's <laughs> very, uh, very mon- like, it's very just life at the moment. Like, it's yeah. good. Life's good. But yeah. there's nothing like, whoa, can't believe yeah. that's happening. That's yeah. cool. That's good for you, man. Congrats. Just living. Are you okay? We're out here living. You okay? I'm a little stressed about getting back to work. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. We gotta right. go. No, I mean, no, I mean, I have, I have time still. But oh, okay. I'm well, we gotta, we gotta try to at least I'm, get the last few minutes of practice. I'm more stressed about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah let's yeah. go. Let's yeah. do it. Let's All right. It. I want to go see Julio. Uh, Julio. Yeah. Who cares what I'm up to? All right, guys. Take it easy. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to the RSL yes. show and the RSL soapbox. Yes. Uh, Isaac, Follow thanks RSL for soapbox. thanks for hanging out with us, little buddy. Thanks, Isaac. Anytime, anytime. Yeah. Love to see you. No, nice li- li- life's going really well for me, guys. Uh, plenty of MLS work, right? Working for Major League Soccer, KSL, shooting sports. Yeah, you're, you're new Utes program. You're the O-line. I'm proud of you for being the O-line. He's yeah. losing his golf show, but it's okay because he's going to replace Junior with junior producer's literally saying, cut this. He's, he's, time, time, he's time. saying time. All right, hey, real quick. Sorry. Score what? prediction, Sunday. Um, we're taking into account everything that you said. Yep. Uh, oh man! Just gut instinct. We've Go gut playing, instinct quickly. We've been playing well. One one tie. Three one Nashville. Four zero Nashville. <laughs> oh my god. Two one. 
two one. We got Salt Lake. Oh, Ooh, we got it. someone positive here. Who's How scoring goals though? Uh, I'm gonna say Cordova or Bobby Wood. You're dreaming. Whoever starts, and then get closer um, to my guys. Like closer. Who is uh? Who's the tall guy on the tall guy? on Nashville? That guy. Own he goal. he will score. He will okay. Score yeah, okay. he'll score a header. What yeah. minute? Thirty-eight. <laughs> I love it. Mark it down. Mark All right, it take down. It. <laughs> I love that he was cutting me off. He's like, hey, cut it off. Junior producer. Okay, he's like producer. thinking about who's the tall guy. Is. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, take it easy, guys. Uh, follow us on the socials. Uh, shout out to One Wire Fiber, OneWire.co, our sponsor, and of course, RSL show is on KSL Sports. Uh, go check out RSL Soapbox. They have shows. They go for two hours. That's right. RSLSoapbox.com. Uh, yeah, yeah. RSLSoapbox.com nice. is for the articles. Yeah, for, for articles. articles. We post them there. Just follow RSL Soapbox on Twitter. That's all you got to do. Everything's posted there. And ours also. Bye. 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 I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.